Good News Ministries of GNM.org presents Footsteps to Heaven. Life's a journey full of challenges. Sometimes we get stalled. Sometimes we get sidetracked. When we walk with Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit to the destination that God the Father designed for us, the results are better than we could ask for or imagine. And now, here is your host, Terry Modica. Hi, welcome to a new year and a new season of my podcast show, Footsteps to Heaven. I'm Terry Modica of Good News Ministries, and I would like to start this new year with a challenge. I'm going to give you a challenge that I first gave to myself. I was reading the scripture from the first letter of John, chapter 5, verses 14 through 21. And the very first verse really made me pause, really stumped me. And it's one of my favorite scriptures, but the world we've been living in and the year that I've just had, 2022, I mean, it was it was the worst year of my life. And so this scripture really jumped out at me and I said, Lord, I need to understand it better. And now that's the challenge to understand it better through experience. When we read scripture and someone teaches it to us, we can hear it again and again, but it doesn't sink into the heart unless we experience it. We don't understand until it becomes real to us. Isn't that right? Isn't that frustrating too? Let me give you the example, the one from 1 John chapter 5. Beloved. Oh, good. I'm called beloved. You're called beloved. We have this confidence in God. Confidence. That's the measure. Confidence. How much confidence do I have? How much confidence do you have in what we're about to read? That if we ask anything, anything according to God's will, he hears us. And we know that if he hears us in regard to whatever we ask, then of course, what we have asked for is ours. Do you have confidence in that? Do I have confidence in that? Let's journey on this together. Let me read this one more time. Beloved, we have this confidence in God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And we know that if he hears us in regard to whatever we ask, then of course, what we have asked for is ours. Do you feel like that has been the experience in your life, especially recently? Especially, let's say, going back for, you know, a couple of years even? I mean, the world has gotten darker. The world has gotten crazier. The world has gone bonkers. The world has gotten, to be frank, much more demonic over the past few years. Gradually getting here, it wasn't a sudden thing. But we've arrived at the point where the majority of people think that good is evil and evil is good, which is the strategy of Satan worshipers. It is Satan's motto. He wants us to believe it, that good is evil and evil is good. And when we're living in a world like that, it is harder for us who are the beloved ones, who are followers of Christ, it's harder for us to experience, receive 
the answers to our prayers. Let me explain why. Think about this. It's well, let me let me put this in the contents of the, of what this letter from John is saying. We know that this is a little bit further into the scripture. We know that no one begotten by God sins, but the one begotten by God he protects, and the evil one cannot touch him. We know that we belong to God, and the whole world is under the power of the evil one. We also know that the Son of God has come and has given us discernment to know the one who is true. And we, we followers of Christ, are in the one who is true. We are in his Son, Jesus Christ. Now, here's something that can be stunning, can be uh, really? Is that, how can that be true? We don't feel it anymore. Many of us don't. I hope you do, but m- many people don't. That we know we belong to God, but and the evil one cannot touch us because we belong to God. It says it right here in this scripture. So why do we feel like evil has encroached into our lives? It wasn't that long ago, a few years ago, when on podcasts and in my writings of reflections on the readings from Mass and other writings, you know, I often said that we, and it was for many, many years that I said this, and it was for many, many years that it was poignantly true, that when we suffer from Satan doing evil things encroaching into our lives, it's because we have one foot in the world, one foot in Satan's domain, in other words, and one foot in the kingdom of God. We're practicing moral relativism, or we're not full-hearted in our relationship with God. And so we walk into our own problems. Uh, and, And that's still true. But more true today is that what that has led to, all the people, all the Christians, people who said they were followers of Christ, all of them who kept one foot in the world, You know, there is no such thing as keeping one foot in the world and one foot in the kingdom of God. You slide onto one side, the bad side, and it hurts on the way, but you slide into it and it's muck and mud everywhere, or you make a decision and jump fully into the kingdom of God. Those who didn't and who right now are still, you know, on the fence, but I look around and I see the line is pretty clear. As that scripture said, uh, we have the discernment about the one who is true. Those who have been too much, have been a foot in the world, a foot in, in the Satan's domain, those people have just multiplied, fallen so far into that world, and that world has multiplied what it's teaching, what it's spreading, so that now we who have jumped into the kingdom of God and are fully on that side. We're under attack. We're persecuted more than ever before. We are just enduring so much of the, you know, it's like evil is out there getting closer and closer and scrunching us in because there's so much of it. You know, when I watch TV shows, I limit what I watch to something that I, you know, I invite Jesus to sit and watch with me. And it's mostly just oldies where the morals were still from the 1950s. And, you know, it's like the moral values came from a Christian world, a Christian society. 
And yeah, there was a few things here or there that, um, okay, we'll just close our eyes to that and then boom, it's gone. But now I watch what I call safe shows and the commercials between them are full of drag queens and debauchery of various sorts. And it just keeps getting worse and worse. And it's like, if I had kids now, I, I mean, the TV would not be on at all or even in the house, except for my favorite TV shows now are from science shows and, and that sort of thing, because I want to learn, I want to keep my brain sharp. Uh, and it's a good way to be entertained safely, but it's just gotten so bad. This is just a television is just an example about how everything is encroaching on us so bad. I don't watch any TV shows without first recording it and then zooming past those commercials. And even then some of that debauchery is just like, ah, I don't want to see it. Ah, Lord God, bless this place, you know? So with all that evil going on, how is God protecting us like scripture promises? Don't you feel like that protection has gotten thinner? Maybe even disappeared, but I don't think you think that. But that protection of God, like a shield around us, like like a bubble of protection, just, it's just been squeezed on by the evil of the world. And we're feeling it. We're on the inside and feeling that pressure. And so, in that environment, when we pray, we need to understand that the dynamics of lifting up our prayer requests and God answering our prayers, our prayers getting manifested, you know, God responds immediately. As a matter of fact, God's already got a plan before you start to pray and he's just waiting for you to join his team by asking for it. That's what when John wrote that... If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. That's what's happening. When we ask something that is according to God's will, he's already got a plan figured out. He's waiting waiting for us to join him in it through our prayers and our participation in his plan. Because once we start to pray, we are opening ourselves, as long as it's a heartfelt prayer, we are opening ourselves to the plan of God, to the will of God, to the, um, to the influence and inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And when we get that inspiration, we act on it when he inspires us and energizes us to act on it. The dynamics of that happening in today's world is different than the dynamics before in our lifetimes, but it's not different from the dynamics that happened in the Old Testament. Think about how in the Old Testament, when the Israelites broke their covenant with God, disaster happened to them. They were captured by the Babylonians and enslaved by them, or they were captured by this enemy or that enemy. Uh, you know, bad things happened to them when they broke the covenant. But were there Israelites who remained holy throughout that whole time? Were there Israelites who obeyed the commands of God, did not break the covenant? Yes, of course. Now we know some of them, they're very obvious. They were prophets. They're, they wrote books that are in the Bible. But what about everybody else? Amongst those people, were there people who 
did not disobey, did not break the covenant. Yes, of course there were. But yet they were taken into captivity too. When the community, the the church as a whole, so to speak, the church, I use that word loosely here, but the religious community of the Israelites as a whole were breaking the covenant. Everybody suffered. We all suffer when the community, our, our world around us has broken covenant with God has abandoned God and is doing evil. That doesn't mean God has abandoned you or me. It just means that the answers to our prayers get manifested differently. Get manifested, I would say, from my own experience, but there's probably other experiences that vary from this, but I would say that for many of us, the answers to our prayers get manifested much more slowly. For example, 20 years ago, a family member left the faith, a bunch of people prayed the rosary, and that person came back to the faith. Maybe not in the same year, but in a few years. I know people, myself included, who have been praying the rosary and other prayers for 20 years now and haven't seen the answer to that prayer. Things are happening more slowly because of the demonic world outside of our kingdom of God that we are trying to live in. We're trying so hard to stay there and with the Holy Spirit's help we are staying there for the most part. And when we put a, you know, a little puncture into that and, you know, commit some kind of venial sin, you know, we run to mass and use a penitential rite or a bigger sin and something that's harder to overcome. That's what the sacrament of confession is for. And it, the sacrament of confession gives us the power supernatural power to resist those sins and grow in holiness. So we are working at staying in the kingdom of God. And God's answers to our prayers are being fought against by all the demonic dimensions around us. It doesn't mean that the demonic creatures, the demonic beings, and the people who follow Satan's ways, doesn't mean that they're winning the battle. It just means that things are working out differently. But God always has the victory. God always has the victory. God always has the victory, my friend. Just don't expect it to come the way past experience or examples that you've read about used to come. We have been chosen for living in this time for a reason. I don't like it. I don't like that God chose me to live in this crazy time in our world, but I thank him that he chose me for it because I'm here to help you. Now, here's the challenge that I want to give you. It's to help you experience the manifestation of the answers to your prayers in this crazy, horrible world. After this podcast ends in a couple of minutes, I want you to write your answer in wherever this, wherever you hear this podcast, there's going to be a commenting form at the bottom of that page. So post your answer where I can see it because I'm going to save your answer. And if you don't want it to be public, then just make it a more generic, make it, you know, post it as a commitment to this prayer. This, this is your challenge. 
post what you would like God, what prayer you most want God to answer that seems difficult, that seems like you've been praying for a long time and it hasn't been answered yet. Something very important to your heart, something significant, and write it down in the comments. I will keep a list of everybody's comments and I will be praying for each one of you over this next year. And I want you to also write the same thing on a piece of paper that you stick in your Bible or post on the wall at your in your prayer room, uh, your your little special place at home where you pray. Uh, tuck it away someplace where you won't forget that it's there. You don't have to look at it every day. You just have to let God take it. And a year from now, I want you to think about, and of course you could do it before then too, but give it a year and let God determine whether it's going to take longer than that or not. Let his timing be your timing because his timing is always perfect. Even when I can't stand how long it takes, his timing is always perfect. He's proven that to me time and again, and I'm awfully glad to have learned it because of what's been going on. It doesn't seem perfect. But yet, every now and then, something comes through that says, see, my timing is perfect, even in this situation. So what is your near and dear prayer request? Something that on the other side of this, when you realize your prayers have been answered, you have joy that you don't have now. What would bring you joy? What prayer request, what yearning of your heart would bring you joy when the answer has come and has become stable in your life. Write that down, put it in the comments so that I know what it is and can pray for you. And then we will praise the Lord together. When your prayer is answered, come back and and let me know. Send me an email or go back to where you made your comment and, and post an update. And then we will share our good news. We will share what God has done. A year from now, when you look back at what you write today as your special prayer request, and I'm asking you to do just one, keep praying all your other prayers, but for this exercise, this prayer challenge, choose one, and then look back on it later. And I do say a year from now, mark it on your calendar to look on it, to to look back on it. And see not only what has God done, has he answered your prayer or not, the bigger and more important question is, how has he been helping you through this? How has he been setting the stage? How has he been preparing your victory? How have you been growing? How has everything been starting to turn into good? How has the evil become blessings. This is the kind of world we're in today. This is the kind of victory that God is preparing for each of us. It's something that is evolving. And just like the Israelites, when they finally, as a community, turned back to God, it was wow. And it will be so in our world too. And we will be in a position of having helped that wow begin. 
Now let me pray for you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit, fill each person listening to this podcast. Father God, what they have in their hearts as their special prayer challenge, I lift up to you now and I add it to my morning prayer offerings for each day for the next year. And if you want me to, I'll add it beyond that if necessary, of course. Lord Jesus, you are our Savior who is the victor king over evil. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for the victories that you are bringing into our lives. And Lord God, we give you for every good that happens, every blessing that comes, everything that is you in this podcast and in our individual lives and in our group life, our community life. We give you, God, the honor and the glory and the praise. Amen. This podcast was made possible by supporters of Good News Ministries who hope to strengthen and build your faith. If this episode speaks to your heart, then I ask you to pass it along to your family and friends. And let us know what the Holy Spirit is doing in your life. How has this episode made a difference? You can contact me through the Good News Ministries website at gnm.org. May I ask a favor of you? Please cover this life-changing podcast ministry in your daily prayers. And if you can, help me continue making these podcasts by becoming a sponsor. You've been listening to Terry Modica of Good News Ministries. For more faith builders or to learn more about this ministry, come visit our website at gnm.org. You'll find online resources and lots more to help you know the Father's love and grow closer to Christ and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Visit gnm.org today.